Welcome to Beyond Blathers, the podcast where we dive deeper into the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm Olivia DeBercier. And I'm Sophia Osborne. And if you want to support the show, please check out our merch store at etsy.com shop slash beyondblathers to see all the stickers and postcards we have for sale. And please leave us a rating and review. We'd really, really, really appreciate it. Yeah. So this week, Sophia is going to tell us about the firefly squid. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this squid. I actually kind of can't believe we haven't done this one. And I actually think we haven't done any squid so far in our whole podcast with like almost 150 episodes, which is very surprising. I am very surprised about that too, because cephalopods are like the best thing ever. It's probably because I spent three episodes on octopus and I just had to take a breather. (laughs) Yeah, true. I feel like we've talked about octopus quite a bit, so... But yeah, like this is a very cool squid to talk about. It's able to glow in the dark. So yeah, just very excited to get into it. Oh, I'm so excited. Some good old bioluminescence. Well, before we get into it, let's see what Blathers has to say. So if you bring a a firefly squid to Blathers, he'll say, The firefly squid is a wee migratory squid that barely reaches three inches in length. And though they usually live in deep water, they do venture to the coast to spawn. Like their firefly namesakes, these sparkling squid emit a blue bioluminescent glow. This glow may be used to threaten enemies, communicate with friends, or perhaps to lure food in. Truth be told, we do not know for sure why the firefly squid glows. We remain in the dark, as they say. Oh boy, we got a lot of mysteries the past couple episodes. Blathers is really teasing us. These are mysterious guys. It's interesting because like I think for a while we were doing a bunch of the deep sea like creatures that we just don't know a lot about. And this is kind of another one of those. It might be a bit of a shorter episode because, yeah, as Blathers said, we do remain in the dark about a lot of things. But I love their name. Firefly Squid's so cute and very accurate. They're so small and glowy and very adorable and I just am really obsessed with bioluminescence. I don't know. That's just it's just so magical. Yeah, I feel like fireflies just have a universal like a universal appeal and are inherently just a cute concept. Totally. So what are these firefly squid? Are they actually squid? Are they some other kind of cephalopod? Yeah, I didn't really realize that there are like true squids, like we talk about with many like like the true bugs and things like that. Like there are things that are called squids that aren't considered squid scientifically, and then there are true squids. So they are, in fact, true squids. They are part of the superorder Decapodiformes, which are mollusks with 10 limbs, including eight legs and two tentacles. So that's basically what makes something a true squid. And when we say firefly squid, we are referring to Watasinia scintillans, which is like a fun name to say. And it's the only species in the Watasinia genus, which is pretty cool. You don't get a lot of, like, monogenuses. Yeah, like a single species. That's kind of cool. Huh. So they're extra special. Very unique. And what do they look like? Blathers said that they're pretty small. So are they really tiny? Yeah. They're, They're really small, I think, for squid. Like Blathers said, the average adult is only 3 inches or 7.5 centimeters long. So that's very baby. It's so cute. It's like a like an actual firefly, just like super tiny. 
Totally. And like other squids, they have a distinct head and mantle. And I was trying to just think about how to describe the mantle. And it's basically that part on the top of the squid that kind of looks like a really tall hat or like a sock being used as a hat or something. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah. But yeah, like I said, they have eight legs and two tentacles. They basically kind of all look like legs or tentacles, though, you know, like all true squid do. And they're a brownish red color, but they blow blue or green with their bioluminescence. That's so cool. Oh, how did like how do they glow? Yeah, so firefly squid are covered in photophores, which are structures you can find on some marine animals. They're really interesting structures. They can be very simple or very complex. They're kind of like eyes. They can have shutters, lenses, and color filters, but instead of absorbing light like eyes do, they actually produce it. So the photophores can produce bioluminescence in different ways depending on the animal. For example, the light can be produced during the digestion of prey or from specialized mitochondrial cells in the organism called photocytes or from symbiotic bacteria in the organism. Now, the way that the firefly squid produces light is, quote, via a series of complicated luciferin luciferase reactions involving ATP, magnesium, and molecular oxygen. So, yeah, I just am not going to get further into this. I tried to kind of look it up. But ATP is another triggering word for me. Um, but basically, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a chemical reaction that produces the bioluminescence in the firefly squid. Is ATP energy? I feel like, isn't it like a result of the photosynthesis or something? I think so, yeah. Oh, oh I should remember this. It's been many a year, <laughs> many a moon since I've seen that word. I like... I pretty much dropped out of my biology major because I just really didn't want to take biochemistry. (laughs) (laughs) I never had to take it. Thank goodness. I was really bad at chemistry, which is kind of too bad now because actually I'm dealing with a lot of water chemistry now. And I'm like, hmm, would have been nice to know these things. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, firefly squid have three different types of photophores. They have 800 to 1,000 small photophores, which cover most of their body. And then they have five larger photophores around their eyes and three really big photophores at the tip of two of their legs. And those produce a really strong light. I saw people compare it to like a flashlight. That's so cool. The small photophores that dot their bodies produce both blue and green wavelengths of light, whereas the larger photophores around their eyes and at the tip of their legs only produce blue light. That's so pretty. Like a blue glow, I think, is like the prettiest kind of bioluminescent glow i think of like those gorgeous like bioluminescent algae totally i would definitely recommend looking up a picture of their bioluminescence it's gorgeous firefly squid oh wow okay so they are like very speckled in their yeah oh and they're so tiny there's this picture of a person holding one oh my goodness (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, that's really cool. They're just like, it's like polka dots on them. Like bright blue polka dots. Like a pointillism drawing or something? Like on black paper is what they look like Oh yeah, You know what they look like is a light bright. Did you ever have a light bright as a kid? Yeah, they do look like that. They're, They're gorgeous. 
What are they using the bioluminescence for? Yeah, like Father said, it's still a mystery. There are some different theories, like maybe it's for attracting mates or scaring away predators. I read this great New York Times article called Now is the Time to See Squid That Glow Like Fireflies by Joanna Klein. And there's a quote from Katsunori Teranishi, a Japanese scientist who studies the squid's bioluminescence. And he seems skeptical of these hypotheses. He's found that the firefly squid constantly emits a weak light, but there's no apparent advantage of doing this. But sometimes the light from their arms will shine as strong as a flashlight, like I said before. And this might scare off nearby predators, but it could also attract far away predators. And Hmm. unlike actual fireflies, it doesn't seem like firefly squid can synchronize patterns of flashes. So basically, Dr. Taranishi said, quote, the light cannot actively attract a mate, communicate with a mate, and deter a predator. So he's he's skeptical. Huh. Does it happen to attract food? I didn't read anything about that, but basically what I read was just like, no one knows. Hmm. Interesting. And, and where can they be found? From what I read, it seems like they can only be found off the coast of Japan. They stay in deeper waters ranging from 300 to 400 meters or 1,000 to 1,300 feet during the day. And then at night, they'll kind of come up to 20 to 60 meters or 70 to 200 feet deep. And this is called dial vertical migration or diurnal vertical migration, which is when organisms move to the top layer of the water at night and then to the bottom during the day over a 24-hour period. This is a type of migration that we actually see in many different types of organisms, from mollusks like the firefly squid to crustaceans and ray fin fishes. And actually, if you go by biomass, this is actually the largest synchronous migration in the world, which is very cool. Oh, wow. That's interesting, because I feel like we talk about this kind of migration a lot uh, with different sea creatures during the show. So it's cool that that one's the biggest, at least by biomass, but that's quite surprising. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the water, like little stuff doing this, I guess, and it all adds up. Oh, I see. So in terms of like if you accumulated all of the organisms that are doing this, not just the squid, it's the biggest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I thought you meant just the squid. And I was like, that's so many squid. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't think there's that many of the squid. But yeah, if you add up everything from like plankton to crustaceans and some fish and everything it adds up to a lot and they're all doing this synchronous migration every day that's so neat but yeah each year the firefly squid makes a famous migration to toyama bay in japan to reproduce and i love the way that joanna klein describes the experience of witnessing this event in that new york times article she says quote hop on a fishing boat in toyama bay japan in the wee hours of the morning and you may feel as if you're in a spaceship navigating through the stars That's because each year between March and June, millions of firefly squid transform the water into a galactic landscape. Lucky for you, all you need is a reservation to come aboard, your eyes, and perhaps a really good camera. The firefly squid may bring to mind a lightning bug, but the cephalopod is three inches long and flies through the sea, not the sky. I just think that's really beautiful science journalism and such a nice evocative way to open a story like that. Oh, totally. Like the reference to the stars. I love the word galactic. I don't know why that word jumped out at me. It's a fun one. It really makes me want to go experience this. Yeah, like 
I feel like you'd feel so turned around, like the ocean would suddenly be like the sky and you'd be like, I don't know. I feel like it would just feel upside down. Totally. It feels very like Disney movie-esque, like Tangled yeah. or something. Oh, totally. But yeah, the sad thing is they only live for a year. And after they spawn here in this bay, they die. So it's kind of like a beautiful funeral. And oh, my goodness. <laughs> It reminds me of the way that salmon spawn and then die in the rivers here in the Pacific Northwest. And it is. It's very beautiful and also kind of like gross and sad. And that's nature. Dang. Wow. Well, they went out with a bang. <laughs> exactly. And fishers know about this spawning event, obviously. And it does make the squid pretty easy to fish for at night when they rise to the surface of the bay. And yeah, I was kind of surprised to hear that people eat them they're so small but they're apparently considered to be quite a prized menu item i guess i can see that i've had like really tiny calamari before where they're just like it's little true, mini yeah. squids but yeah so like what are they doing they're coming here to mate what does that mating process look like yeah i was surprised the way they reproduce is quite unique for cephalopods usually cephalopods are polyandrous which means that one female will mate with multiple males but there is evidence that the firefly squid females are actually monogamous and will only use the sperm of one male during this annual mating ritual. It's thought that the males reach sexual maturity before the females, so the females will store the male sperm in a pouch under their neck collar for a while before they're able to use it to reproduce after the breeding season when the males are no longer present. And like I said, after the eggs have been fertilized and laid, the squid will die. Aww. Well, what else eats firefly squid besides humans? They are a pretty popular prey, unfortunately for them. And they're thought to be the main food source for some species like the northern fur seal, especially during their yearly migration. A fun little fur seal cameo in this episode. <laughs> I mean, they do look kind of delicious, I'm not going to lie. They kind of look like they would taste like sour patch kids or something <laughs> like oh yeah i bet they're really fun to hunt they look like they would taste like fake blue raspberry flavor <laughs> yes yum in terms of what the firefly squid eat they mostly feed at night and eat things like planktonic crustaceans fish and other squid and when they're larvae the firefly squid mostly feed on little zooplankton so that's the firefly squid they're beautiful and mysterious and small, and they only live for a year before they die in a very gorgeous light display. I had never heard of them before the game, but I feel very obsessed with them now. Yeah, me too. I I feel like I'm going to get really excited now when I see like a picture of them on science Twitter or someplace. Like, I know, I know that guy. I know them. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I want to write a short story about them. I feel like we need a collection of short stories, like an essay novel just all inspired yeah. by different underwater creatures. Honestly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much, Sophia. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Beyond Blathers and check out our TikTok at Beyond underscore Blathers. And don't forget to take a look at our shop at Etsy.com slash shop slash Beyond Blathers. Tune in next week to learn more about the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Bye. Bye. Bye.